There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Good afternoon and uh, welcome to your Thursday, Laurie and Julia show here on My Talk 1071. Everything Entertainment, thank you for joining us. It's just not going to be the same today, guys, without no. without Taco, the, the donkey, and Butterscotch, the miniature horse. It's oh my not the same. Legals was so much fun yesterday. I have to admit, I laughed so hard. It was a blast. It, it was- really was a happy, fun broadcast. I don't even know how many... Toys we raised for the Ronald McDonald House, but it was there. It was just a delight to meet everybody, and yeah, that's a cool place and just a fun day. Yeah, that was, it was really, really fun. fun. Farm animals bring the juice. Yeah, they do. More cowbell with the farm animals. That's right. And then um, we had our cookie exchange, and yes, Julia, I did get punked. I was the only one who brought a white elephant gift of. Uh, sex toys. You, Donnie, do you remember we, that we, yesterday? We told you that yesterday. No, she's so convinced because she heard Stephanie talking about it yesterday morning with Jason on Jason's yeah. show. And and so she's like, well, I heard Stephanie. And I'm like, well, we have an email. And of course, you don't look at emails. But so Julia, you know? I've been gone and I had like 1,200 emails. I just thought... I love your excuses. I just thought... No one else has traveled before. I know, but I just thought I would take... Oh, I heard that on the radio. I know I have things that are unopened, unused. Hey, Donnie, can I just... Yeah, please. Okay, can I tell you how hard we laugh? So we do this white elephant exchange thing. Mm-hmm. So everyone, you know, whoever has the highest picks the best rap thing first. And then we all open them up and see what they are. Mm-hmm. Well, Lori... There was quite a bunch of doozies there, and we go for really bad. And Lori decided when she was going to put together these um, tchotchkes mm-hmm. in, in the sexual um, yes. nature that she would... I recognize them because usually what Lori gets, I get too. Mm-hmm. And so we both have the same present drawer, if you will. Yes. Oh. So this was... Um, sex toy washing um, spray pump that was still wrapped. It's a cleaner. Cleaner. Shrink wrap to Shrink clean wrap. your toys. From 2006 when Lori and, or 2000 and probably three when you and I went to the the intermittent lingerie show in Las Vegas. I feel like Fantasy Gift sent us that. Okay. Yeah. All right. 2005. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. And it's true. And then there's a, there's a thing that looks like it's a twist off top and it's like a balm. Called Not Yet. <laughs> it's just called not yet. Oh, so it's a desensitizer. Yeah, look. and then so a it's beautiful, like, beautiful red pair of handcuffs that did have the key in them. Oh, they did. Yes, yes they were that really I recognized. Nice. They were really and, nice. and that are at the cabin, and I'm just laughing, thinking these are so 
Oh, but they work. They're nice. They've never been used. Everything was shrink wrapped. I thought it was funny. Yeah, it was, Who doesn't need a sex toy? It was, coit- a sex it was coit- hysterical. Cleaner. They were the funniest gifts. Mm-hmm. But you really ended up with the coup d'etat. So Steph hosted last night. Steph Hansen, and she um, really between hosting and making hand painted sugar cookies and everything else she did. Oh my gosh. She forgot a white elephant gift. So she was running around her house when we were starting to do this. Right. And puts a couple books into a bag with some tissue paper. Mm-hmm. And included in the bag was tell everyone what it was. My dysfunctional life journal along with some anime stickers mm-hmm. and a, a f- little a little thing of lube. Uh-huh. And a photo of her running a marathon 10 years ago with a bang. And a book <laughs> called What to Eat While Reading. <laughs> oh, well, that's an interesting collection. Mm-hmm. I, okay. and, so, and what's funny is, in the past, I had gotten one of 70s White Elephant Gifts, and it was a book like what Lori has, and it's like, Today I Start kind of a journal book and she had included it but it had started out by one of the salad girl ladies she yes. had already started the journal the first three pages yeah that stuff gives to me mm-hmm. so we she just recycles these used gifts <laughs> and now in this journal what are we supposed to learn well you can answer like back seats i've made out in Oh, okay. oh, so we could use this as a little topic challenger. Do you have any that come to mind lately? Well, the front seat of the Pontiac GTO, mm-hmm. back seat of a Suburban, mm-hmm. back seat of my Plymouth Belvedere, mm-hmm. front seat of the Opie. Mm-hmm. The a Opal. long list. Mm-hmm. Oh, could be. Could be. Mm-hmm. I'm just trying to think of all the cars. Mm-hmm. I mean, cars were the main uh, form yes, of making Yes, out they were. Yes, indeed. Yes, you? they and front seats were. were used too. Uh huh. The most mortifying I remember, <laughs> my uh, the goalie and I were up on Skyline Boulevard, making out. I think in the Volkswagen, knock knock knock, and it was cop, and we were just making out like crazy. Mm-hmm. Move it along. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. You know, with the with flashlight. The flashlight. Yeah. yeah you're this like, isn't eh. a spot to get naked, naked people. I wasn't. This was when I was, you know, just making out. Yeah. I was still, I was only a junior in high school, and I was a good girl. Okay. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Any other questions in there? There's a spot to put photos. It was just so, so funny. Tough. We laughed so hard. And then Lori didn't know the prayer stick story, Donnie, from... Oh, you got to hear that. Yes, that, that, that was, was classic. A, that was a, some story. That oh. was classic. That was a promo. We made a promo. Oh, that my was gosh. That was hysterical. Who are these people? Well... They're never coming over to your sister's. No, st- are they even going to be friends after I don't that? No, because it's kind of interesting. They haven't like gone out of their way to say thank you for the invite for Thanksgiving when they came over and and had us do everything they do at their traditions in their family. I know it. Jeez, mm-hmm. bringing their food to cook and then making you go all the rigmarole <laughs> oh. with sticks and yarn and <laughs> chanting so- and everything else. It was so funny. Oh my god! It really was a classic. I got to give a big shout out because you know um, it's a holiday season. There's a lot of parties. There's if you go to galas and you need something fancy. I was in Elite Repeat today in St. Paul on mm-hmm. Randolph and. Hamlin Avenue, mm-hmm. they have so many beautiful 
dresses for the holidays or for anything. Right. Just really fancy dresses, but so affordable. They've got two racks of designer clothes. Nice. They've got so much good stuff there. And I just thought if you are looking, because I saw this one, um, Bendel. Who's that designer, Lori? You would know that one. Something ben- Jay Mendel? Yeah, something like that. I felt like really beautiful designer dress for 60 bucks. I mean... Oh, my gosh. So that place, they really have nice stuff. Yeah. So I had been going through my closet since I redid it right. and painted. And um, they said when Marie Kondo hit last fall, they were inundated with, with people's closets and they had to turn stuff away. Yeah. They turned away a few of my things, you know, because they weren't up to par. They're right. really picky. Right. So you're. it's a wonderful place to go and consign and buy. I mean, I'm telling you, the dresses, there's so many. I've noticed that before at consignment shops and specifically Elite Repeat. That That is a great place to do holiday shopping for a dress if you don't want to you know, buy something. Exactly. You know, like, I don't want to spend $150. And classy, really classy, yeah. beautiful, and everything's already been cleaned and dry cleaned, and it's ready to go. So I was just kind of... I got my holiday outfit in Rosemount yesterday. My uh, my neighbor has this boutique, the Style Niche Boutique, just a couple doors before Flegels. Why didn't you tell me this? Well, I just popped in there, and I uh-huh. just bought something. You know, I bought a gold sequin skirt I didn't try on and a fluffy cream Angora sweater, and I thought, well, we'll see if that works, and I'll break my tradition of, not, of always wearing black to the holiday party. So you're going to be... We're going to be able to find you better. That's Lori. right, Oh, Julia. dear. I am in gold sequins. Mm-hmm. And a Daddy, we're going to be on our best Angora behavior sweater. this year. I am going to behave this we're year. We're going to behave. Well, why would you start now? Well, because it's just time. for a new tradition. Just oh, for a new tradition. Okay. Last year, we missed the holiday party because why? We had an we event. We both had things going no, we, on. We both We were did? Yeah. yeah, we both had something. And so this year, we haven't... Is there gambling this year? Yes. 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 Did you RSVP, by the way? I did. Okay, good. Yeah, um, yeah there's gambling and, um, you know, the whole shindig. Yeah. I'm kind of excited. See. We haven't been in a couple years. That's right. Yeah. Thank goodness they don't uh, uh, make us do, remember two years in a row we did the um, the giveaways? How do you know they won't make us do those? Somebody else has been asked. We would have been approached by now. No, Lori. We they were didn't approached- like all the editorializing, I think, that we did when we were emceeing. The well, gift grade. It went on a little long. Yeah. We were, I <laughs> well, we had a lot of prizes. <laughs> we had a lot of prizes. Just pull the name already. Yeah, I know. Oh, no, we had a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah, we did. That was a lot. Of, we were color, commentary, mm-hmm. um, name drives. Don't give a job to radio people if you don't want them to talk. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? All right, listen, we come back. It's our story we can't get enough of. Thanks for hanging out with us on this Thursday. We are giving away tickets to the movie Bombshell. We're giving away tickets to Maroon 5 and tickets to see Rob Lowe at Mystic. Stay tuned Stay because tuned. today you're going to, you could be a Three winner. chances. No kidding. It's a okay. big opportunity. Um, so Ryan Reynolds was on uh, the Today Show this morning and I just haven't seen him give an interview for a while. And he is promoting his Netflix action thriller, Six Underground. But he gives such great couch he's, he's hysterical so so fun and he was recently in brazil at comic-con so here's uh brazil brazil mm-hmm. 
Wow. I know. Global, Comic-Con. Global. And something happened, so here we go. But you were at some, like, um, it was a promotional thing. I think you were in Brazil. Brazil, yeah. Yeah, we just got back, yeah. Okay. You were out there just greeting fans, having some fun, and then all of a sudden, like, hello. I mean, there were some eager fans in in Brazil there for you. You, you I don't know how I moved that fast. You were quick. I was clearly sober. My goodness. Does, yeah. does Blake worry about you? Not just in situations like that, but that. doing the stunts, doing all the crazy, insane stuff that you're doing? A, a little bit, yeah. 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 We, she's, she checks in. And I do with her, too. She does a lot of stunts, too, in, in some of her films. So we, we, we check in with each other, make sure we're not doing anything above our pay grade. And just, yeah. And what happened was he was at this thing, and the barrier between Ryan Reynolds and the crowd, the crush was so massive, the barrier came down, and all the people spilled forward, ah. and he was scrambling backwards, and I suppose it's for Deadpool. Oh, everyone loves him. Yeah. Yeah, Deadpool is Deadpool. a big, big, huge hit. And then they asked him, because he's got, you know, he's got, he and Blake Lively, they have a daughter, three kids. James is five, Inez is three, and then the newborn. So here we go. Speaking of kids, I feel like every time we turn around, there's another kid. There's, you have three, yes, you have three uh, kids? Yes, is that thank right? You, thank three, you so much. it's yeah. all women in, um, in, their, in it is, your home. It's all women. How and are have you, it no other way. How are you dealing with all of that? I'm, I'm you love doing it? my part to wipe men off the face of the earth. No, I love it. It's it's been it's been incredible. Does it, it's, it's does just, it change as you as a dad when you have a, like a new child? What what does it feel like? It's for, for me, and I, yeah. this is obviously infinitely relatable because so many people have children, obviously. Yeah. But it's uh, leaving the house is getting harder and harder. Going away on yes. you know going to Brazil like that kind of yeah. thing. You start to that's get that gets a lot harder when they ask where, where are you, going? you going, when are you coming home? You know why are you leaving me? Yes. sort of thing. So yeah, it's a lot. How did you guys come up with a name for the third? Uh, we haven't yet. We're going to be original and, uh, Let it go. all the letters in her name are silent. So. <laughs> He's so clever. He said, I want to give her something to push against in life. Yeah. Yeah. He's just, he's so quick. It's, it's hard to think that he and Scarlett Johansson were ever. married for two years ever. Cause he and Blake Lively just are so like perfect. A perfect they really together. are, aren't they? Yeah. Although Scarlett Johansson was only 23 when she got married to him. That's all. And she was done by 25. That's Are you it. Kidding? Yeah, she was just Boy, we've known her forever. It feels mm. like when you think of that, like wow. The Robert Redford, the Horse Whisperer, whatever. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I know that's a movie that uh, yeah. uh, the bonus son has never really. That and uh, another movie. I because we that should do family. Go, right, you make him go to the movies. Oh, that was the worst. Really. <laughs> okay, here she is. Uh, they played Kate Beckinsale was on Fallon maybe last week, and okay. she talked about how she. Looks just like Ryan Reynolds. We watched kind of a funny clip, and it was Kate Beckinsale yeah. was on with Jimmy Fallon. Okay. Okay, and we, she was talking about you. Yeah. And I've she was talking this. about how people think, she thinks that you guys are ringers. So let's yeah. watch a second of this. I'm, I look exactly like Ryan Reynolds. <clears throat> like in a shocking way. Like when sometimes I see a bus going by with a poster on, I think, damn, I look hot. Oh, wait, it's not me. It's also, I never did that movie. <laughs> She never did that move. Do you see it? Do you see it, it is like looking in a mirror. <laughs> I mean, I was going to wear that today. We wish you had. And I, yeah, you know what? I've, I've, this has been something that I've heard for a long time. Other yeah. people have said it to me as well. Have you that, met her in person? Yeah, um, we have met one time, yeah. but but yeah, I look think at it's look the, at the it's the side, it's the tilt, it's the smile, the nose, the eyes. Yeah, yeah. that's feeling I mean, it. So I had my lashes done in my shot too, so I I look great. Um, 
That's a Kate Beckinsale thing. She thinks she looks exactly like him. That they have the same. That's and funny. She is kind of delightful on the couch oh, too. I know. She's very, very funny. I know. Uh, he also uh, told People Magazine um, that having daughters is a dream come true. Because, and he said, obviously, I would have been a terrible king because I walk yeah. the daughter. Oh. He does. <laughs> Let's play the last one talking about Hugh Jackman. How about you and Hugh Jackman going at it? What, what's going on with the feud there? Uh, the feud, thing. I think there's like a, a, a minor truce still in place. It's, it's very tenuous, though. But you, you honor the truce. Hugh didn't. Hugh doesn't honor the truce. truce. I mean, the guy's a, you know, come on. <laughs> You've met him, right? You've seen what he's like when the cameras stop rolling. That's true. Right? So bad. Monster. <laughs> An absolute so monster. I love him. He also says that um, they kind of, what they do at night is they binge watch the Great British Bake Off. Mm. Yeah. And he said, you weren't expecting that from from me, were you? But he says, it's the world right now, everyone's so contemptuous towards each other, and it's just very nice. It's a nice show. People are nice to each other. He finds it refreshing. It's sweet. Nothing is really going on. That'll cause stress. Well, remember when uh, Blake Lively had her short term, she was going to be a little bit of a Martha Stewart. Yes. Like she's a big baker and Magnolia stuff. Magnolia Bakery. No, she wasn't Magnolia. She was something. Something else. Yes. It was shuttered yes. pretty quickly. And uh, a couple of days ago, he tweeted, I'm not sure when the Golden Globes will recognize explosions as a category, but till then, and it, he was promoting Six Underground, this movie of his it's, that comes out on Netflix. I believe tomorrow. Oh, really? Yeah. And it's just, it's a Michael Bay movie. Yeah. I know nothing else. Well, he did all the, uh, you know, Transformer movies, Michael Bay. Oh, okay. So, anyway, he's 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 very, very funny. I, I, I It lo- would be hysterical to meet him, don't you think? Oh, he really, that. he's one of those people. I, Tracy Ellis Ross is on that list, too. Yes. She was on the couch with... Um, the other night with um, Harry Styles when he filled in for James Corden, and she's got quick wet, too. Yeah. She's funny. She is funny. Anyway, so uh, he also met um, the Peloton wife on the Today Show oh. today. The woman who was in that <laughs> Oh, ad. was she on? She was on. Oh, my gosh. She's the actress, and she was talking about that. The fallout from, oh, that you were gone. We did all that stuff. The the follow-up from the Peloton ad. Well, I mean, she was a completely thin woman. And then the ad was the diary one year later. And, I mean, it was just like, I don't know. uh, It was was weird. It was weird, It was weird. And then he also uh, told Variety. Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, Ryan Reynolds uh, about Netflix and where you watch it. Watch it on whatever bleeping device you want. Here, here. There there you go. go. Uh, Blake Lively did have a short-lived program on the Food Network called Blake Lively Can Bake. That's right. There you go. There you go. That's that. Apparently she couldn't. (laughs) (laughs) All right, listen, when we come back, what A-lister has been sending graphic doc pictures? Call it that. Or Rick pictures. We'll be right back. Time for My Talk Traffic, brought to you by Comcast Business. Pretty busy out there this afternoon because of the morning snow. So let's start near Hopkins, 62 eastbound, a crash from Shady Oak Road to 169. In St. Paul, 94 westbound, a crash from 12th Street to 7th Street. Out in Hampton, 52 northbound, a crash right around Elaine Avenue to 190th Street. And out near Coates, uh, watch out. Kind of around the Coates-Hampton border and near Minnetonka, 494 southbound, Highway 62 and County Road 60. Watch out for a crash in Eden Prairie, 494, crash from 212 to Valley View Road. 
Everyday Comcast Business is helping businesses big and small go beyond the expected to do the extraordinary because beyond a simple transaction, there is making a customer for life. Comcast Business, beyond fast. Take your business beyond at ComcastBusiness.com. Your 5 Eyewitness News weather forecast, cloudy 18 today, partly cloudy 5 tonight, snow 22 tomorrow. Right now, 17 and cloudy at the MyTalk studio. These people you hear talking everything entertainment are Lori and Julia with producer Donnie Love on My Talk 1071. Okay, everybody. Page six had an excellent gross blind item today. And uh, that's an excellent way to frame it up. <laughs> it is. And I thought we should discuss it. And Of course uh, we should. Of course. So here it is. An A-list actor who's been hit with several Me Too accusations raised some eyebrows in the L.A. swinger community, which I got to imagine is pretty hard to do. Well, exactly. Okay. It's a swinger community by right. sending an extremely graphic picture to a number of couples online without making any effort to conceal his identity. He sent the super steamy shot to a series of opposite sex couples in the hopes in the hopes of joining in a threesome. And the shot, which was seen by Page Six, shows the actor grinning while holding the camera at arm's length to show his torso and his erectness. <laughs> and he's lying in bed. The shot shocked recipients because he didn't even conceal who he was, who he oh, is. Geez. And um, he's been accused of sexual misconduct in the last couple of years, said a begrudgingly impressed insider. I'm a fan of of the picture and all, but aren't you trying to be a movie star? Page Six said, we've decided to conceal the actor's identity out of respect for his privacy. Uh-huh. Which the he old, didn't even care about. I know. So I don't, I you know, they can't publish it, I guess. But the overwhelming choice... That people are I know gossiping is. about is it's that guy that was in that um, uh, pimps and hookers show that you guys watch on Deuce? HBO James, James Franco. Yep, that's what I think it is. Oh, really? That's that what I think it is. It James is Franco. that is because he's had the Me Too claims. Uh, that's right. Uh, he seems off. Yeah, overwhelmingly, it seems to be that it's James uh, Franco. Why would he? Yeah, wow. Um, I, I guess it's nice they're respecting his privacy, even if he yeah, isn't. Um, exactly. Other people, uh, as uh, a far second was Ben Affleck. No, no way. No. No way. Yeah, because he is a movie star. I, absolutely. And he would try and conceal his identity. Absolutely. Um, so anyway. Uh, that's it. I I just was reading through tons and tons of things, and everybody just seems to be like, "Yep, James Franco." Oh yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But, Couple guesses: Cuba Gooding Jr. That's but, what I was going to say. Uh, yeah, but that it, was a. F- but he's not a list. He's well. In is James still a list? Well, well, all right, maybe, maybe. Yeah, right. you know. Uh, Anyway, so he's raising eyebrows, and so there's your answer. There you go. He's sending but graphic photos. How silly. Well, I guess he's really committed to his threesome. I wonder what his 22-year-old girlfriend thinks about that. You know, She doesn't care, because he's in charge, and she's 23. Yeah. 
Uh, the internet is currently going crazy for Lynn Manuel Miranda. His In the Heights. Uh, we've got a trailer for. Uh, it's you know the Broadway right. musical moving to the big screen. Donnie posted it for you. Yeah, it looks good. <clears throat> um, we saw that. I never yes. saw it. Oh, you, you guys saw oh, it. Yeah, I think Donnie and I went. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, won four Tonys in two thousand and eight. It won like best score choreography. It won a, a Grammy. Anyway, it's going to not hit the theaters until next uh, June, but the trailer is out and people are all excited about it. I'm, when I watched it, I was just kind of like, well, okay, you know, I don't know how I ever feel about these musicals sometimes going right. from. Yeah, some of them don't translate. Translate, all that but well, it did. But this this looks pretty good. It did. Yeah. It did. It did. So that's posted if you're interested in that. If you're interested in going to see Bombshell and promise to give us a review. You can call us at 651-641-1071. We'll give to the fifth caller. And that's the movie starring Charlize. They're on Nicole Kidman and Margot Robbie. Exactly. Okay. And Nicole Kidman and Charlize were both nominated for a SAG Award for Bombshell. Yes, they were. Okay, so... Um, that is happening right now. Now... You know, we never talked about Madonna's daughter when she was at Art Basel. Yeah. Uh, when she was part of a group of people, 30 other people simulating an orgy um, for it was called Love Different 2020 performance that they did. And um, she is, she you know, she's still at University of Michigan, Go Blue in Ann Arbor. Obviously and she, and she was part arts. of it. But there was a lot of pictures of her and everything. Um, she looks more like her dad than her mom. Carlos Leon, don't you think? Yeah, but there's something in her face that looks like Madonna. It might be the eyebrows. The it, eyebrows, yeah, the eyes right. a little bit. Okay. She looks like young that. Madonna. I could see that. Especially when Madonna in you know was in that uh, Who's That Girl thing when her hair was short and she had the really yes. dark eyebrows. Yes. That's, who's That Girl? That's You're right. Yeah. And apparently um, she's really talented. She's incredible at everything she does. How fantastic. According to British Rogue, she's a great dancer, actress, and she plays the piano beautifully. So um, she was there. I just was kind of surprised to see her. But I don't know that I would want to, you know, 30 other people simulating an act. That's a lot. clothes on. Barely, Lori. Well. Barely, 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 barely. Um, did you know that James Corden is doing this new uh, Cinderella movie? Yes. That he uh, is credited with this idea, and Camilla Cabello is going to be Cinderella. Pierce Brosnan is going to play... Um, Someone's dad. He's the king. He's the king. He's the king. He is the king. Adina Menzel is going to be the evil stepmother, and a UK actor by the name of Nicholas Galantizine... Oh, not him. Is Prince Robert. Is and this but Billy is, Porter is the fairy godmother. Right. Yeah, We've been about hearing that. about that. Is this a live action? Is this no, a cartoon? It's, it's a retelling of the classic fairy tale. I know, tale. but is it going to be a cartoon? No, or? it's not a cartoon. It's Oh, it's going to be a movie movie. It's going to be a movie movie. Because we saw Cinderella probably five years ago at the Highland Movie Theater. Remember? We the did. newest one? Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah, we yes. did. Uh-huh. So it's coming out again, but this is this sounds like it's, it's they're a, going to give it a modern twist, like twist to it, right? I like the cast. I oh. like that Pierce Brosnan. Oh, He'll be he very good be in anything. Yeah, he's, he's going to be good. So, um, also, Steve, the Stephen King universe keeps getting bigger and bigger. Now his horror uh, novel, The Dark Half, is getting the movie treatment. 
with the guy who directed the worst movie title name called Her Smell, directing it. Remember, oh, Elizabeth oh, Moss was in it, and yeah. she played this no, rocker no. kind of Courtney Love. Oh, yeah, yes. It. Her Smell. Mm-hmm. Anyway, but he wrote this book way back in 1989. Mm-hmm. I, um, I don't remember it at all, and it was first adapted uh, in 1993 with Timothy Hutton and um, in it. So anyway, the movie was a box office flop. But now it's going to be redone, and yeah, again, it's, this it's an scene, interesting story. Yeah, is it? Yeah, yeah. He plays. So like, you read it, he's Donnie? A, he's a writer, and the character he writes about, who is is not a very good person, comes to life. Yes. So that's his dark half. Wow. We all, everybody says we all have a dark side. Uh-huh. That's what that's what happens here. What's your dark side, Julia? Oh God, I've got so many. <laughs> <laughs> right. But today I feel dark. <laughs> <laughs> because yeah. Sure. Life. Yeah, life. I don't know. Well, yeah, sure. I just felt teary today. Well, I don't know. The why. excitement of yesterday is over. Yesterday you looked out. It was so much fun. Oh, it was beautiful, though. It looks so pretty from my house. No, just holiday plans got yeah. kind of all kerfuffled today, and I just it feels like you felt know teary about them. I mean, I'm, I'm, really, I'm not winning. Yeah, I really <laughs> had to like get off my butt today, and I was like, okay, I need to decorate. I need to. Yeah. I need to. It's, I haven't bought one gift. No. Not even one. I don't want one. I don't want to buy one. I, I usually love buying. I don't know why. And I haven't started on my music. It feels big and overwhelming. Don't do it. Yeah, I might not. I just have had something every single night and I continue to have something the rest of the week. Yeah. Don't you give yourself permission to take a break. I'm going to. Like, I usually put up all of my nutcrackers. I couldn't. I couldn't do it this year. I only put up like five nutcrackers. Because <laughs> I, I have like... Two are in the box. I have like 20. I know what you do. And I just thought, I don't want to deal with the nutcrackers. So I thought I'm not. But I did decorate the tree. And right. that does give you pleasure. It does. It. I just like the... I just have the lights up still waiting for the kids to come over. And that's perfectly mm, I th- I like it with just the lights. Yeah. No, it's just kind of a weird day. You know, talking about remakes that are coming out and new things. Ace Finch... Oh, did someone win, Donnie? Uh, oh, yes, yes. Those uh, All right. The bombshell tickets are gone. All right. All right, very good. Ace Ventura number three could be in the works. Oh, Do we need this? No. All righty then. Uh, they're talking about uh, Jim Carrey doing that oh. and uh, working through the third installment. I... I thought it was so funny, the first one. It was. It was just so bloody funny. And, and Mask with Jim Carrey was so funny, and Dumb and Dumber was so dumb and funny. Yeah. He used to be so Why does funny. Cameron Diaz, I mean, why does she not want to act anymore? I, or is she just taking a long hiatus? Because now you have, we've never had more women over, you know, in their 40s, 50s, and 60s that are getting really rich, really amazing roles I can't believe that people aren't offering her anything, but yeah, she hasn't acted in anything since Annie. Annie, when she was Miss Havisham, mm-hmm. and got the worst reviews of her life. That was a but terrible movie. People get. No. Remember, she did the body Miss book. Hannigan, I believe. She did the body book, and she, and she was promoting for people to not get rid of their pubic hair. Right. She was promoting the poof. Yes. We loved that about her. That book was actually. And she's married. Really well done to the guy still, and Benji they seem very happy. What what up, Cameron? I don't know. But you know, sometimes why maybe she wants to do something else. 
Yeah. Art. She worked on a bunch of stinkers in a row, though, Lori. She had the stinker with Tom Cruise. She had a stinker with... Um, she had a lot of stinkers. That's no reason to stop acting. I would Maybe personally love... Maybe she peaked. She peaked at I would love my to best see, friend's wedding. I would love to see Cameron back. She on was great. Screen. I, I really so would. All right, listen, we come back. We are talking Oh, we this amazing, it's amazing a book. book. Matthew Dix, the book is called 21 Truths About Love. One of the most unique and wonderful novels we've read this yeah. year. We'll be right back. Listen, wherever you are, whenever you want, with the MyTalk app. Live streaming and on-demand podcast right there in your pocket. Download today at MyTalk1071.com, keyword app. Everybody, happy Thursday. We are delighted. We have Matthew Dix uh, joining us. He is a writer and an elementary school teacher. And his latest book, which we have just fallen head over heels for, is called 21 Truths About Love. Hi, Matthew. Hi, Matthew. Hello. Thank you for having me. Well, thanks for being on our show. What a creative, clever idea. Give us the setup of your novel, 21 Truths About Love, because we just love it. We are giving it all of our love and just recommending it highly. I'm so glad. That's great. I really appreciate it. It's It's a book written entirely in lists. So it's one list after another after another that tells the story of a man and sort of his struggle with finance and keeping his wife happy, or at least how he perceives he's keeping his wife happy and sort of trying to hold his life together while keeping it a secret from everyone who he loves. But it's told entirely in lists, just one after another. He's a compulsive list maker. And so you get to know him and you follow the plot through the lists that I write. It's such a great way of writing. And Lori brought up something. So we've been uh, on the air, um, Matthew, for 17 and a half years and one of the very first books that we ever had an author on for was The True and Outstanding Adventures of the Hunt Sisters. And it was written in emails back the and forth. The whole book was emailed back and forth between these two sisters. And it just kind of, it was like, I, re, I remember we asked that author, how do you get a book? Now, you are a successful so, author in your right, own you've right been before this. But, um, like, did, did people just look at you, what? You're going to tell a story entirely in lists? I mean, was that a hard sell? Actually, it was the hard sell for me. It my was. agent and my editor and my wife all thought it was a great idea. And I thought I was just sort of tinkering around with something that I would find amusing, that I would pass around with my friends. But I never wanted it to be published. I thought it was sort of ridiculous. And they had to sort of twist my arm to convince me that it might be a successful book. Unbelievable. Now, Matthew, if you're just joining us, the book is 21 Truths About Love, a novel. And we get a peek inside of a man's world. And it's it's unusual. I mean, there's Daniel. So I love Daniel. Same. I love his sense of humor. I love what he worries about. I love his musings. I just love this guy. And it's fun to know. You know, we're so used to a lot of women write lists. Traditionally, we're all yeah. list writers, and so to peek at a guy and his vulnerability and his, you know, dealing with it starts out. You know, he's uh, with a woman whose husband has passed away, so he's always around the 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 deceased man, and I just love. It's just, you're clever, you're smart, the book is great, we can't say enough. <laughs> I'm sure there's so a question in there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, what's your question, Julia? I don't have one, but I actually, I do. Um, I, well, were you a list maker? I was. I mean, I still am. Honestly, the book began because I was stuck in terrible faculty meetings with a miserable principal, and I was trying to find something to do that would look like I was 
being productive, but also entertaining myself at the same time. And so I started writing funny lists that I would pass around the table to my colleagues to make them smile because we were all sort of suffering for a while. Right. And eventually, eventually the list started sort of coming not from me, but from this fictional person that I was discovering as I was writing the list. And it, it really was just a notebook for a long time that I passed around with my friends. And I just happened to mention it to my agent one day. I said, you know, I'm writing this weird book on lists to make my friends happy. And she instantly thought it was a great idea. And I just thought she was crazy. Yeah, it I mean, really is. and one one of the things that does come across in the book is that Dan really is not a fan of meetings, and I felt like it's, it's so simpatico because I think ninety five percent of meetings that happen in whatever workplace you are are complete and absolute waste of time because the person holding the meeting is the one that just wants to listen to themselves drone on and on. <laughs> yeah, I think ninety five percent is generous, frankly. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't been in many because we we've been doing this for a long time. Did you, you know, when you've been out, the book came out last month. Um, have you been? What's been the feedback from people when you're out and about? It's been wonderful, and I can't tell you how relieved I am because <laughs> when I started talking about it with people, I just felt like it was such a ridiculous idea that it would come out and everyone would dismiss it as nonsense. You know, I really was worried for a long time. And then the Washington Post named it as one of the one of the 10 books you should read this fall. And that sort of alleviated some of my fear. I figured there was someone who thinks it's decent, but truly until actual readers, you know, people who love books started reading and tweeting at me and sending me emails and I do book events and there are people there who have already finished it because it's a pretty quick read. Yes, you it know, is. People have been reading it. They read it two or three times to sort of find the things that they missed the first time. So the response has been wonderful. It's really been exciting. Well, here, I'll give you an example. So this is a list for December 22nd titled Things I Wish I'd Known 20 Years Ago When I Was 20. You know, some bras unsnap in the front. <laughs> hard rolls are not hard. Just, you know, I mean, you, it is... So funny and poignant, some of the points that you make. And like a poignant one, this is February 8th, Rules I Try to Live By. I need to be impressed by you before I have the desire to impress you. Now, that is just a good rule to live by. Is that your personal rule? That one's my my personal rule. Yeah, the interesting thing is my friends read the book, and they say it's about 40 to 50% me. You know, about half the list are things that I actually believe. You know, it diverges in that Dan is just sort of a much less confident sort of flailing about person. Yeah. And I am unfortunate. You know, I'm a very, unfortunately, overly confident, my wife would say, arrogant person. And so, you know, our personalities divide in that way, but a lot of the things that Dan believes are things that I believe as well. Yeah. I, I like and and An example of funny, January 15, 10 rules I break... When asked for my position on a document, I write upright every time. (laughs) (laughs) That's something I do. Yes, I've been doing that for 21 years of teaching. I do that every time. And no one has cared once what I write on that line. That's, That's just so funny. You're what a treat for everybody. Now uh, we want to read one of your other yeah. books. You know, maybe my memoirs of an imaginary friend. We're already following you on Twitter because we're simpatico on Twitter. I can already feel it by just looking at your feed. Can we ask you what is um, the last great book that you've read? Oh, the last great book I read? Mm-hmm. Um, I guess it was the most recent book by Bill Bryson. 
Um, I think it's called Body. It's, um, I love that guy. He's a nonfiction writer, and it's really just the story of the human body from inside to out. I think it's like story for a passenger is what they call it. Uh-huh. So you just learn about this thing that you've occupied for so long that you haven't really put a lot of thought into. I just thought it was brilliant. Yeah. And also the other thing, you know, too, about 21 Truths About Love is that it is, you know, it does really make you think about our our book uh, shops and people who oh, sell yeah. books for a living and just they really do see a slice of life, don't they? Because it's a hard yeah, business, I think. Yeah, well, the booksellers have really appreciated it. You know, Dan is a high school teacher who decides to open a bookshop thinking yeah. that it's going to be easy and it will make a lot of money. And every time I say that line in a bookstore, every employee in the store begins laughing because <laughs> that's just the most ridiculous thing to think. But I, th- I do think people walk into stores and often think, this looks easy, this looks delightful, maybe I'll own a bookstore someday. Oh, gosh. And, and yet it there's yet nothing better than, than a, bookstore. a bookstore. We just, we, we love it. I know one of the book, uh, like uh, Excelsior Bay Books and Chapter 2 Books, I know local bookstores have been promoting 21 Truths About Love. And it, it's, just, it's just a remarkable novel, and we just want to keep reading everything that you write, Matthew. I really appreciate that. Thank you so much. Well, yeah, thank, thank you. you for being on our show today. We really appreciate it, and we'll look forward to. I'm, are you writing your next book? Are you on it? It's already coming out next year. It's already done and in the hands of my editor, so it'll right. be out next year. Well, we're hoping to have you on for that then. I would love to come back. All right, thank thanks, you. Matthew. We've got a couple copies to give away. Six five one six four one one zero seven one. Again, twenty one truths about love. It is just wonderful, you guys. Uh, Highly recommend it. We'll be right back.